Welcome to the Recommended Daily Value Podcast, your daily dose into the health and wellness world. Welcome back to the Recommended Daily Value Podcast brought to you by Umzu. I'm your host, Tyler Woodward, and today we're going to be talking about why all calories are not created equal. So to preface this, I'm going to tell you that saying not all calories are created equal is sort of a half truth. In the literal sense, calories are a unit of measurement. Specifically, a calorie is equal to the amount of energy needed to raise the temperature of one gram of water by one degree Celsius. Per this definition, all calories are inherently created equal, just as every other unit of measurement is equal to itself. Like a mile uphill versus a mile downhill is still a mile, despite how much more difficult it is to run a mile uphill. So calories really don't tell you anything about the composition of the calories or what's next to it. They just tell you about how the potential energy within those calories. So the definition of a calorie is a measurement of its potential energy, the maximum amount of energy that can be produced through the oxidation or burning of a given substrate like proteins, carbs, or fat. The calories in versus calories out model or energy balance model basically states that by consuming more calories than you burn, you'll gain weight. Consuming fewer calories than you burn, you'll lose weight. Consume the same amount of calories as you burn, you'll maintain your weight. But not all calories are processed the same, which is largely a result of the difference in our body's ability or our mitochondria's ability to burn different substrates for fuel. For example, it's very unlikely to store excess protein as fat because the processes needed to convert protein into fat are very inefficient. Up next, we've got carbs. So while excess carbs can definitely be converted into fat through a process called de novo lipogenesis, excess carbs are much less likely to be stored as fat compared to excess fat. This is likely a result of how easily metabolized carbs are by healthy mitochondria and that fact that they promote a positive feedback loop in the cell, encouraging the mitochondria to consume additional carbohydrates and burn them. Within carbs, there's multiple categories. There's sugars, starches, and fiber. Humans cannot digest most types of fiber, specifically insoluble fiber, so it just passes through our digestive tract and is potentially fermented by the bacteria in our colon into short-chain fatty acids. Regardless, despite having fiber having calories and, or potential energy, it's not accessible to humans and does not really contribute in any significant way to our total calorie intake. When comparing sugar versus starches, sugar actually has a lower glycemic index because it's made up of 50% fructose meaning less insulin will be released into the bloodstream for the same amount of calories when you compare sugar versus starches. This indicates that sugar is more likely to be burned rather than stored, so starches may actually be more fattening than sugar calorie per calorie. And if you're worried about the fructose from sugar, I wouldn't be. Fructose predominantly replenishes liver glycogen, which holds between 100 to 120 grams of glycogen, or 400 to 480 calories of carbohydrates, and also serves as the main energy supply for the brain, amongst other organs which use a lot of energy. Lastly, we've got fats. As we've already established, excess fat is the substrate that's most readily stored as fat. But even within fats, there's a spectrum. Short and medium chain triglycerides, or fatty acids, are most easily oxidized, followed by long chain fatty acids. But even within long chain fatty acids, saturated fats are more easily metabolized than monounsaturated fats, followed by polyunsaturated fats. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button and share it with a friend. And remember that calories are just a unit of measuring potential energy and do not take into account our body's ability to burn each type of fuel. And just a final reminder that these opinions are my own based on my own research and experiences and is not medical advice. And just a reminder that these opinions are my own based on my own research and experiences and are not medical advice.